if you want to avoid all the sickness this winter, the snotty noses, the coughs, the colds, the sleepless nights, the fevers, the Panadol and the antibiotics, the ear infections, the grumpy, tired kids, the days off work and school and childcare, are all those memories of last winter coming back? I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way this winter. I have a free online masterclass, three simple ways to boost your kids' immunity to avoid a winter full of sickness. It's on demand, meaning you can register and watch it straight away or watch it at a time that is convenient for you. Head on over to naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune and you will be able to sign up. In the masterclass, I am covering our natural, simple and effective approach to avoiding winter infections, how to boost your family's immunity with our proven three-step naturopathic strategy that is really easy for you to implement as a busy mum. We're going to talk about the immune depleters that you need to avoid so you're not wasting time and money building up your kids' immunity that is just being depleted by these common foods and environmental factors. I am sharing heaps of practical tips. I promise it will be an hour well spent. You can register again at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune. I can't wait to hear how you find it and to give you the tips to make this winter healthier. Welcome to the Natural Super Kids podcast, where you will discover practical strategies to inspire you to boost the health and nutrition of your kids. I'm Jessica Donovan, a qualified naturopath specializing in kids' health, and I want to make it as easy as possible for you to raise healthy and happy kids. Let's get into it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Natural Super Kids podcast. Jessica Donovan here. Really excited to dive into today's topic today. This episode has been a long time coming. It's something we've um, had requested before, like quite a few months ago, and it I thought it was a really great idea for an episode um, because it is something we get asked quite a lot about from our Natural Super Kids Club members. So we're talking about feeding sporty and active kids today and some of the things that you might want to think about, some practical ideas on ways to get more nutrition into them, um, and particularly those nutrients that are really important important for those active and sporty children. So whether your kids are just, you know, generally naturally active and sporty, um, you know, we we have uh, families where kids might be doing elite training um, or, you know, really long training sessions or training every night um, after school, every afternoon. So this is really common in things like gymnastics, uh, dance and swimming, um, you know, as you're getting to those higher levels of ball sports, such as football and netball and, and soccer and basketball. Uh, and of course, also more outdoor kind of pursuits like mountain biking, which 
um, I've talked about before is something my son is very much into. So no matter what sport or activity your child is doing or whether they're generally just running around a lot, we do want to, you know, think about how to nourish their bodies well. And often, you know, we're told in the media or, you know, our kids might think that they need things like sport drinks, like the Gatorade and the um, and the Powerade or more, you know, packets of snack food or big bowls of, of sugary cereal or, you know, junk food and fast food because these foods are high in calories. But we want to make sure that our kids are also getting foods that are higher in nutrition. So these sport drinks, you know, empty calorie, calorie rich foods are often or probably never really the best options um, when it comes to feeding and hydrating our sporty and active kids. So I want to talk about what is important to think about. Um, and, you know, if, if it left to our, at their own devices, many kids will be reaching for those carbohydrate-rich foods and often not great choices of carbohydrates because they want that quick, you know, boost in energy levels. They're often really hungry. But if we can get the balance of macronutrients right and not just think about filling up their tummies, um, you know, that can make a really big difference in terms of keeping them fuller for longer and making sure they are fueling their body um, for optimal performance in their sort of um, active pursuit of choice. So we want to get our kids involved in this as well. We want to educate them as to why, you know, it's important to include proteins and fats in their diet and not just reach for more and more carbohydrates. And often kids that are, you know, really serious about their sports will be easier to motivate um, if we can talk about it in the in in the way that it is going to help with their performance and help them get better at sport um, and make sure that their bodies are fueled. So we want to make sure that they are involved in this in this process and it's not just us kind of you know, um, serving them certain foods and telling them what they uh, should be eating. And of course, it depends on on their age as well. So I want to start by talking about the macronutrients, uh, and they are the carbohydrates, the proteins, and the fats, because sporty, active children have a higher need for all of the macronutrients, but particularly carbohydrates and protein as well. So carbohydrates are the primary source of energy for active children. Uh, Carbohydrates fuel active kids' muscles and support optimal performance, but it is important to choose complex carbohydrates and not simple carbohydrates. So we want to be Uh, you know, guiding our kids towards more whole grains because they provide more sustained energy as well as essential nutrients. So we want to be thinking about things like oats and quinoa and brown rice, whole grain uh, flour products such as bread, whole grain pasta, fruits and vegetables are great sources of carbohydrates as well, as are legumes, the beans, the lentils, the chickpeas. So uh, they're the sorts of foods we want to think about when we are talking about carbohydrates for active children. Um, And active children, you know, require 
um, more of those carbohydrates to replenish the glycogen stores and maintain energy levels through that exercise as well. So then we have protein. So protein is really a really important for all kids. You know, I've talked a lot about on the podcast about the fact that you know, a lot of kids don't have enough protein in their diet. And if your kids are active or sporty, it is even more important to ensure that they're getting adequate protein intake. Otherwise, they are going to be hungry all the time um, and their muscle repair and recovery is going to be affected as well. So protein is crucial for muscle repair, muscle growth and recovery in active children. Proteins provide the building blocks for tissue development and also support uh, immune function as well. So when we're talking about protein, uh, some examples of protein are things like, you know, um, animal proteins. So chicken and turkey and fish and eggs and red meat, um, like beef and, and lamb. Dairy can be a good source of protein. So things like Greek yogurt are really rich in protein, cottage cheese, Tofu and tempeh are great sources of protein, a plant-based protein. And again, the le- the legumes, the lentils, uh, the black beans um, are great sources of protein as well. And then we have fats. So healthy fats are, again, really important for all kids, but extra important for active children as they provide essential fatty acids and they support nutrient absorption as well, particularly those fat-soluble nutrients such as vitamin A, vitamin E, vitamin D. So fats also contribute to long-lasting energy and help with hormone regulation. Uh, We want to be choosing healthy, unprocessed fats for our active children. So some examples of sources of fats in whole foods can be things like nuts and seeds, you know, almonds, walnuts, um, avocados, fatty fish such as salmon and sardines, Eggs contain good amounts of of healthy fats, things like olive oil. um, And I I know I mentioned nuts, but nut butters are a great source of fats as well. Almond butter, you know, peanut butter, macadamia butter. You can get all kinds of different nut butters these days. So that's kind of the... um, the rundown of the macronutrients, the protein, the carbohydrates, the proteins, and the fats. Now, let's talk a little bit about the micronutrients. Um, so, the vitamins and minerals. Now, again, micronutrients are important for all kids, but when kids are sporty and active, they are they can become more likely to. Um, to have deficiencies in certain nutrients. So I want to talk about the particular minerals and vitamins that active kids have more of a tendency to become low in. Uh, And then we'll talk about some practical ideas on, on ways that you can get particularly a good balance of macronutrients into your kids, some sort of practical breakfast and snack ideas I want to focus on specifically. So when it comes to micronutrients, you know, the first mineral that comes to mind um, that can be lacking in active kids is iron. So iron deficiency is is pretty common in kids generally um, and more common in kids that are active, particularly adolescent girls. Um, So intense physical activity, 
uh, can increase iron loss through sweat and urine. And girls, of, uh, of course, are already at a higher risk of iron deficiency due to menstrual blood loss, um, you know, if they're having regular periods. So it's an extra consideration, you know, of those sort of adolescent um, girls. But also definitely consider it for boys as well, particularly if they're not eating a lot of iron-rich foods, the red meats, um, yeah, they're really the highest sources of iron. It can be really tricky to get enough iron through plant sources alone. So if your kids are vegetarian or vegan or they're fussy with their red meat, um, you really want to be keeping uh, an eye out for signs of iron deficiency. And one of the key signs of, of iron deficiency, which is fairly apparent in active kids, is that they... Um, you know, they don't have that sort of stamina and endurance. They tire more easily. And you might see, you know, a, a female um, particularly that was once, you know, able to be active for longer periods and um, now, you know, she's she's tiring more easily. So that is one of the signs of, of low iron levels and iron deficiency. Iron can be tested fairly easily in a blood test. Um, so you really want to make sure iron levels are adequate in a active and sporty child's diet. The next nutrients I want to, want to talk about is calcium and vitamin D goes hand in hand with calcium as well. So active children have a higher need for calcium and vitamin D due to the stress that physical activity places on the bones. You know, it's a good stress, but it does require more of that, that, that calcium and vitamin D. So calcium is necessary for bone health and strength, while vitamin D is essential for the absorption of calcium. So inadequate intake of calcium and vitamin D can increase the risk of stress fractures and other bone-related issues. Now, of course, we know of dairy being a key kind of... Um, food group that is high in calcium. So things like yogurt and milk and cheese are good sources of calcium, but you can get calcium from uh, foods that are not in that dairy group as well. Um, you know, fish with bones, so tinned sardines and salmon are a really good source of calcium. Nuts and seeds, particularly sesame seeds so and tahini, which is like a sesame seed spread. Um, green leafy veggies are all high in calcium as well. But if your child is dairy-free for any reason – and they're active um, and sporty, then you may need to look at a calcium supplement. Really important to get professional um, advice here, though. So we can certainly help with that here at Natural Super Kids. You can have a look at our options for booking an appointment with our naturopath or nutritionist that will really help you to, um, you know, determine whether your child's intake of these nutrients are adequate and whether they potentially have any signs and symptoms of, of low levels or deficiency when it comes to any of these micronutrients that I'm talking about. B vitamins are also really important when it comes to active kids because they have a slightly higher need for B vitamins due to their involvement in energy metabolism. So B vitamins um, you know, are required for the production and metabolism of energy. And of course, that is happening at a faster rate um, in active kids. So B vitamins such as, uh, you know, there's, there's a whole heap of B vitamins, B1, B2, um, B3, B3. 
uh, just to name a few. They help convert food into energy and support proper muscle function. So intense exercise can increase the demand for B vitamins and deficiencies in B vitamins, again, can affect energy levels and also athletic performance. So if your kids are active, sporty kids, you know, it may be a good idea to look at a good quality multivitamin that's got the B vitamins, that's got a bit of calcium, a bit of vitamin D, a bit of iron, just to ensure that their nutrient needs are being met. And the other, um, there's, there's another couple of groups of nutrients that I want to talk about when it comes to, you know, these, these micronutrients and their importance for active and sporty kids. So one of them is electrolytes. And, and this is, of course, where the sport drinks come in. I've had countless conversations with my 15-year-old son about his, uh, like the, the, the fact that um, you know, Gatorades are not necessary. Even if you're out riding your bike all day, um, you know, you can get the hydration you need from water. Um, but it is something to consider for, you know, if if kids are having really long periods um, of, of training sessions. So, when kids are sweating during physical activity, it leads to an increased loss of electrolytes. So electrolytes are things like sodium, potassium, magnesium. Electrolytes are essential for maintaining fluid balance. They're also essential for things like nerve function and muscle contraction. So deficiencies in electrolytes um, can look like muscle cramps, muscle spasms, fatigue, um, and also impaired, you know, sports performance too. So, uh, yeah, electrolytes are important, but kids really do need to be training for, for hours and hours to need to replace electrolytes with things like sports drinks. And even then, there are definitely better choices than the sports drinks that you can buy that are full of sugar and also full of additives, you know, the colors and the flavors and things in in those um, sports drinks that you can buy commercially are pretty awful. So I prefer, um, for example, when my son is, you know, mountain bike riding all day, we have an electrolyte uh, powder that is much better in terms of the um, the ingredients that it contains in, you know, in terms of those additives particularly that you can just mix with water um, and it tastes really similar. So so something like that, um, you know, a, a, a healthier kind of electrolyte powder replacement uh, can work well in lieu of those brightly coloured Gatorades and things like that. Now, if you're wanting to access something like that for your child, you know, it really is important to um, you know, make make sure that it's the right one and it's actually necessary for the level of exercise that they're having. And you can always book in an express consultation um, via our website just to ensure that that is going to be suitable for your child and um, to get access to uh, some good quality practitioner products uh, like this. And then the last 
group of nutrients that I want to talk about are antioxidants. So antioxidants are really important for protecting our cells and active kids may may experience a higher level of oxidative stress due to increased metabolic activity and exposure to to environmental sort of stressors, the the exercise itself. Um, And so antioxidants, things like vitamin C, vitamin E, selenium, they help to neutralize free radicals and protect cells from damage. Um, So ensuring that your child, your active sporty child, has an adequate intake of antioxidant-rich foods supports their overall health, supports their recovery, and also is really important in immune function as well. And one of the best ways to get plenty of these antioxidants is to make sure your child is eating, you know, a good range of colourful, fresh fruits and vegetables. And of course, that multivitamin that I that I mentioned before, um, you know, a good quality multivitamin to get those B vitamins, the minerals, um, and also the antioxidants can be a good option. So let's talk about some practical ideas. I want to talk uh, or focus on breakfast and snacks because I think that's where parents probably struggle with the most and these can kind of double up. Like some of these breakfasts can be really good post um, training sort of extra snacks um, as well. So here's some of my favorite healthy whole food breakfast ideas for active kids, um, you know, to really help them start their day with a nutrient-rich meal um, that's going to meet those extra requirements for protein, carbohydrates, and fats as well. Probably my favorite is the good old overnight oats. I love this as an option because you can make it the night before. Um, you know, you're basically just mixing oats, just raw you know, rolled oats um, with your milk of choice, whether that's a dairy milk or a plant-based milk. You know, I love to add chia chia seeds, flax seeds, um, things like almonds, pecans, whatever nuts your kids like, some fresh fruit, some cinnamon. I often will add some protein powder to the mix as well, whether that's a whey protein powder or, you know, a collagen protein powder is another good option. Um, and then you can pop some Greek yogurt with that, some extra fruit on top in the morning, and you're ready to go. This is a great option for kids that need to leave early to go to training. They might be able to eat this in the car on the way. And it is a good option for post training as well. Another really good option is eggs of any sorts. Eggs are such a nutrient powerhouse. They're really rich in protein, of course. They contain healthy fats and healthy fat-soluble nutrients. So things like a veggie omelette or just even a a cheese and tomato omelette if you're in a a hurry, but you can also add things like capsicum and mushrooms and zucchini, onion. Um, You can serve that with a side of whole grain toast. Even just scrambled eggs and toast is a really good option that contains good amounts of protein, carbohydrates and fats. If you can't be bothered with the with the extras or your child might not eat the extras, you know, any anything eggy is going to be a good option. Whole grain pancakes can be another good one. So making your pancakes with a whole grain flour, like a wholemeal spelt flour or a buckwheat flour, Um, you know, you can add mashed banana for those extra carbohydrates, grated apple. Um, You can top the pancakes with some Greek yogurt. You can mix some protein powder through the pancake mix to add 
extra protein as well, um, some fresh fruit on top, some berries. You know, there's so many different things that you can do with a whole grain pancake. Um, Avocado toast is another good option. Not necessarily, you know, loads of protein in on avocado on toast, but you know, if you if you can get a, a good quality um, sourdough bread with some mashed avocado, you can mix in some some feta cheese or have an egg on the side. That can be a really good option. Smoothies, of course, are great. You know, blending up a combination of fruits, bananas have a lot of, of good quality carbohydrate in them, berries, mango, whatever fruit is sort of in season, mix that up with some sort of liquid, whether it's a dairy milk or a plant-based milk, you can chuck some veggies in there, a handful of spinach or kale. You can pop some nut butter, like an almond butter, chia seeds, flax seeds. You really can pack a whole lot of goodness into a smoothie. Um, again, good for those kids on the go. Uh, just good old toast and um, nut butter can be great as well and add some fruit as well. So like a good quality toast, again, like a sourdough, um, a, a rye sourdough or something like that is perfect with some nut butter, some sliced banana on top, and you've got a really good option for breakfast. Um, and another one I wanted to mention is is like a breakfast burrito. We have a great recipe in the club, if anyone listening is a member, for a make-ahead breakfast burrito. And basically what you're doing is filling like a whole grain tortilla with some scrambled eggs, with some diced vegetables, some, some cheese, some salsa, some avocado, and that can make a really great breakfast option as well. So hopefully those breakfast options have inspired you to add some some, you know, extra nourishing ingredients to your child's breakfast. And I just want to mention a few snack ideas for active kids as well, because often we can get stuck on like the packet muesli bars or another packet of, I don't know, chips or or something in a packet. Um, but we can sort of start to think outside the box um, and and think about some whole food, really healthy but simple snack ideas as well. And just an FYI on this, I'll pop the link to our healthy snack ebook in the show notes because we've got a a free ebook you can download. It's got 15 ideas for healthy snacks. You don't have to bake any of them um, and your kids can make them themselves. So check out the show notes for the link if you're interested in grabbing a copy of that ebook. But let me just quickly reel off some suggestions um, off the top of my head for you. So um, apple slices with some almond butter or even peanut butter can be great in terms of, you know, the fiber, the protein, the healthy fats, and then the the juicy, you know, sweet apple make it a really delicious snack. I've mentioned yogurt a few times in the breakfast options, but Greek yogurt um, with some mixed berries or sliced banana, some nuts and seeds um, can be a really great quick on the go snack as well. Much better to make and mix your own than to buy one of the, the pouches. You can mix in some some collagen powder or some some sort of protein powder to really up the protein into uh, the protein um, concentration of that snack as well. 
trail mix, like a combination of nuts and seeds and dried fruit without the sulfur preferably because a lot of dried fruit does contain a, a sulfur sort of additive. You can even sprinkle some dark chocolate chips in there um, to make it extra yummy for kids. So, you know, get kids involved in making up their own trail mix. That's a really convenient one for them to be eating between sort of school and training um, and will really help to, to kind of sustain their energy. Eggs are another, uh, like I, I know I've mentioned eggs already, but hard-boiled eggs um, or some sort of egg slice, frittata slice, zucchini slice can be a really good snack for active kids. Just some whole grain crackers with some cheese. Um, you know, I love the rye cruscuts or the fin crisps um, are really great with some, you know, some, some cheese on top. So you're getting that protein and the healthy fats. Hummus with some veggie sticks, so carrots, cucumber, um, anything like that that they like with the hummus for the extra fiber, protein and healthy fats. And then, of course, you can make things like bliss balls or energy balls. They can be great. You can mix up nuts and oats and um, nut butter and some honey or maple syrup. You can add in chia seeds, some dates, some dark chocolate. We've got a whole heap of of different um, Bliss Ball recipes within our Natural Super Kids Club site um, for any members that are listening Yeah, so there's some ideas for some good options for snacks as well. So I hope that's really helped give you some inspiration and some food for thought when it comes to feeding your sporty and active children. I feel like this is an episode we are going to be directing people to, um, you know, really regularly when it comes to the questions we get asked about this. So, you know, you don't have to reach for more of those packet snacks to keep your kids full and sustained, um, you know, it really is good to think about, you know, getting more protein, getting more uh, fats and sustaining um, your children with more nutrient-dense foods rather than the empty calories. So please let us know if you have any questions about this episode by reaching out to us on Instagram. And if you're wanting some support with this, please consider booking an appointment with one of our practitioners who can really help you figure out what might be lacking from your active sporty child's diet, Um, you know, whether they might have any deficiencies and how to ensure that you're fueling them for, you know, better overall health for them and also, you know, better performance in their active pursuits. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com for the show notes for this episode, as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. I'll see you next week. Before you go, don't forget about my free online on-demand masterclass, Three Simple Ways to Naturally Boost Your Kid's Immunity to Avoid a Winter Full of Sickness. I'm sharing my practical tips on ways that you can strengthen your whole family's immune system to avoid the onslaught of winter infections so your family can stay healthy and well this winter. You can sign up at naturalsuperkids.com 
forward slash immune.